book written 70 years later, it's back up at the top. What Orwell says in 84 is, the totalitarian, tyrannical regime rules through newspeak, which is a sort of political correctness. It rules through surveillance. But most of all, it rules through doublethink. And doublethink is his word for the regime forcing you to hold mutually contradictory ideas in your head at the same time. The born this way argument and the there's no such thing as sex argument. You, if, you, if the regime can force you to hold both of those ideas at the same time, in Orwell's words, you lose your capacity and willingness to reason. And getting back to your excellent point earlier on, when we can't reason, then all we have is our lived experience and our grunts and our interests and politics collapses. In a second, I'm going to ask Michael about his new book that he's got coming out. Unlike his old book, um, we're really hoping that there'll be something in there. (laughs) His April 2017 book was called Reasons to Vote for Democrats, a Comprehensive Guide. It had a table of contents, had an extensive bibliography, and it had 266 empty pages. <laughs> it sold like I don't some crazy amount. Like it, initially, I think it was 60,000 copies, so it's up above that now. But uh, we'll get into it in one second. I want to bring you before we get to the ad a feature we have here on the Megan Kelly Show, known as From the Archives. We thought this one would be timely because it's about Piers Morgan. This is where we direct you to a show from our library that we think you should check out again. And Piers was one of our early guests. Uh, This is actually episode 16 we're talking about, talking about a friend of the show, Piers, who has been in the news quite a bit this week, as you've already heard. He walked off his UK morning show, Good Morning Britain, where I've been a guest many times and I enjoy the show. And he never came back. Here's Piers on our show on October 28th. We're at this place now where I think one of the polls showed on college campuses, the vast majority want want a constitutional amendment to ban hate speech. They want it to be not covered by the First Amendment, which is so absurd because, of course, the the, the First Amendment is necessary not to protect speech you like, but speech you do not like. No one's trying to shut down speech everyone loves. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Is that I regularly, I, I follow lots of people on Twitter whose opinions I don't agree with uh, precisely. So I hear something outside of my own kind of echo chamber. And I urge everybody else to do the same. When you only follow people on social media that agree with you, you start to develop this very tribal, entrenched view of things, which doesn't allow for any nuance or any movement. Um, but it gets really insidious when, I mean, universities, you know, colleges around America, we have the same problem in this country. When they decide that even someone like Bill Maher is unacceptable and has to be no platformed, because he's held a shining light to wokery and all things around it. When that starts happening, you really think, well, hang on, who are you going to allow to speak? Right. And what kind of education are kids going to be getting in these universities? What are they going to be taught if they find everything offensive, if they're triggered by everything, and they can't even have a speaker like 